This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. Hi, everybody. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is with former Iowa State captain Zach Butler. A lightly recruited lineman out of Iowa City High, Butler emerged as a terrific center for the Cyclones, playing in three bowl games and never losing to Iowa in his five years in Ames. For an Iowa City kid, that's not such a bad deal. We hope you'll enjoy our visit with Zach Butler. Well, Zach, I know that your time as an Iowa State Cyclone football player was very important to you, very special to you. You had a ton of success. Just tell me about how that carries on in your life and, and how much you still stay connected to Iowa State. I think a couple things. One, you know, life's going to throw adversity at you every day. Every morning you wake up, there's going to be a hurdle or obstacle put in front of you. You, you have a decision maker, you're going to clear the hurdle, aren't you? And I think what Iowa State taught me in my time here playing taught me was never to give up. No matter the hurdle, you're going to clear the hurdle. That's the number one foundation block that, uh, you know, I've had a little bit of success in, in the career path that I've chosen since school. And I think that's the number one foundation piece. Uh, and then I think the, the second thing, too, is just the memories and the people you meet at Iowa State. That's why I love this school. You know, and that's why I love this football program. I was just so blessed uh, to be surrounded by so many people that were committed to excellence. And the other thing I ultimately believe in, too, is if you commit yourself to excellence, you have no choice but to become excellent. And uh, I had people at a young, impressionable 18-year-old kid. They took him under their wing. And whether it was the senior or whether it was my online coach or whether it was my head coach, Dan McCarney, those men built the foundation of who I am today and, and I, I can only hope to be honest with you that my 14 month uh, old son Patrick can wear the Cardinal gold too and play offensive line specifically John. <laughs> <laughs> well you mentioned Dan McCartney and among the several reasons you came to Iowa State that has to be right at the top of the list and uh, your dad's relationship with Mac. Tell us a little bit about growing up so close to Mac and how you were probably a cyclone from the time you were, I don't know, five years old. Yeah, it was interesting. You know, I, I, I grew up in Iowa City, probably five-minute drive from Kinnick. And it was interesting, at early age, I, I liked Iowa because Coach Mack was the line coach at Iowa. And, you know, my obviously my dad played there, so I grew up uh, at a young age, a Hawkeye fan. But then he went to Wisconsin. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're Wisconsin fans, and people in Iowa City are looking at us like, why are you wearing a Badger T-shirt? Why, why, why are you cheering for this Big Ten team? And then he went to Iowa State, and I'll never forget it. At, at that point, I, I started really putting the focus on wanting to play college football. And uh, Coach Mack called my old man on some quote-unquote insurance business, and the phone was passed to me. And uh, it was right then and there when I heard him and just his enthusiasm on this place that's called Ames, Iowa, which honestly I'd never heard of even though I was only two hours away. That special feeling he got about this town and what this place could become really is what drew me to it, uh, along with Dan McCartney. And then to be a part of it, to take to take from a you know a zero win season one win season and to finish with three bowl games to beat Iowa five years in a row, I, I couldn't ask for a better career to be a part of such a special transition, and and that still today is special about Ames. We can do it here and it can be done, and the fans are waiting for it, and I'm one of those fans, and so I'm really looking forward to the new coaching staff and this team. I think they've had a great two a days from what I've heard. Uh, I'm really looking forward to cheering them on because I think this could be something special again. You know, 98, you finally break through against Iowa. You're a redshirt freshman. So a lot of people thought the next year, okay, uh, Iowa State got their win. You did it the next year, the next year, the next year, and the next year. How special was that to a kid who grew up in Iowa City around that rivalry? 
when you get to this level of playing, you learn early that you need to set goals. And I think it was very clear from day one that we set the goal that we were, it was unacceptable we were going to beat Iowa. I think the other goal we set, it was unacceptable that we weren't having winning seasons and we weren't going to bowl games. And so to me, it was the, the thrill of the victory was unbelievable, but the preparation and the determination it took to achieve the goal is really what I remember more than watching Iowa's fans file out of the stadium after coming back at halftime. I do remember that. But, you know, that, that preparation, you know, and, and that halftime when everybody had counted us out to win our fifth game in a row, that preparation really led to that victory. So those are, those are some of the things I remember about that. The bowl games. Tell me about those experiences, because Mac cherished those opportunities for Iowa State football. He never undersold a bowl game, man. And you guys, I'm sure as players, it was just an awesome, awesome experience to be a part of. Well, I'll never forget this. He said one time, I don't care what bowl game is. If it's on a gravel road in the middle of nowhere with snow flying, we're going to plan it because it's a bowl game. And I, I kind of winced at that one, John. But, uh, you know, listen, I think the, the cool thing about a bowl game is there is no fan base in America that loves their team like the Iowa State Cyclone fans. And whether it's the Big 12 basketball tournament or whether it's going to the NCAA tournament in basketball or whether it's going to a bowl game in football, they rally like no other. And that was so cool. And that's that's really remember. We went to Phoenix, our first bowl game, and we hadn't been to a bowl game. I don't I forget now. I think it was 23, 25 years, something like that. And I think it was 25,000 people, and Pitt's fans were just jaw-dropped. Just a great experience. But Again, I, I think you know that's what's so special about Ames and so special about Iowa State is their fans are second to none. You know, being a, a Cyclone, it's being part of a brotherhood, but maybe even more so for offensive linemen. I mean, you guys don't get any of the glory. You're doing all the dirty work. And, and I was just talking to Tom Manning about this today, actually. He, he loves that. He cherishes that. Uh, were you the same way? Did you? I mean, and today, do you still have great relationships with those guys you played with on the offensive line? I do, actually. My, my guard who played next to me was a guy named Bob Montgomery. He's, he was always smarter than me. He definitely wasn't as good-looking as me, but he was always smarter than me. I hired him, so he works for me down in Wichita, and he was the first guy uh, that I wanted to hire. But, yeah, we are a close-knit group, and it's, it's interesting. My, my dad played offensive line, so, and he played at the University of Iowa 71 to 75, and so I knew exactly what I wanted to be. But when I was second grade and on, I knew I was going to play offensive line. You know, to me, it's the, the – the team concept of everyone has to rely on everybody and you have a job task and responsibility and if you don't meet that someone your your close buddy who's right there with you is going to feel that effect and so whether you're in business or whether you're you know waking up to be a teacher or you know whether you get a sickness in the family those those fundamental task and responsibilities and uh, hurdles that you need to clear that you learn as an offensive lineman that they've been my fundamental reason why I've been a success you know uh, thus far in life. What game stands out to you the most? I mean I'm sure it's hard to pick one but is there one that that above all others you think about a lot? The Iowa thing obviously but you know the other one was beating Nebraska you know we hadn't we hadn't beaten Nebraska they were a top 25 team uh, and we had we felt like we were starting to get some national respect. We had earned it, and we had, had a couple good years. But uh, beating Nebraska at home, uh, both top 25 teams, uh, and having Brent Musburger call the game—that's something special that I won't forget. And again, the crowd, that game, we tore down the goalpost and all that stuff. So the, the Nebraska game's a right up there with most of them. 
Seeing Dan McCartney this year go into the Iowa State Athletics Hall of Fame uh, has to be a great feeling for you and your teammates. You, you played a big part of that. The thing about Dan is not only was he a close family friend, but he truly was an individual that was the best leader I've ever been around, uh, who cared about you as a person and would turn boys into men. And I owe him everything. That commitment to excellence thing rungs, rungs true with him. Dan, the sense of pride I have in, in him being Duck the Hall of Fame is not just me, but all my teammates through all the years. I think we all feel a, a little bit like, hey, we were a part of that a little bit. So when he goes in that evening, you know, that's going to be a special moment for me, uh, for my family. But I will forever be in debt and grateful to Dan McCartney for changing my life and, and allowing me to come to Ames and be a part of the Iowa State family. You were asked to come back and talk to the Iowa State players on the current team. And just tell me from a distance your thoughts on Matt Campbell and what he's getting done here early on at Iowa State. Well, I think the thing that jumps off the page of Matt right away is just his commitment uh, to doing things the right way, not just once, but every single day. And I think that's important. And, and that mentality of brick by brick, mortar by mortar, we're, we're going to build this thing and we're going to build a foundation. We're not just going to win. And I think that is what's going to separate Matt. There is no question in my mind he's going to win. Uh, it's just how big we're going to win. And I couldn't be more excited. The foundation starts this year. Uh, there's going to be hurdles, uh, but I, I have my full faith in this team and uh, could not be more excited uh, to be a part of the family again and be brought back in by Matt. Speak tonight is a huge honor and a privilege for me. And, I'm, and I'm, again, I'm back to being grateful just to be a part of this thing. So really excited for Matt and his staff and, and the players. Well, Zach, I appreciate you taking some time. You know, what they say is true. Once a cyclone, all is a cyclone. It really is true. Uh, it's not an expression. It's the truth. And I know for you, you've lived it. And uh, that, that's awesome. Thanks for taking some time. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate it, buddy. Good to see you again.